good. Hello. How's it going? I'm pretty good. I'm just waiting for um, Imran to join now, and that should be it. How, how, how's it going before he joins? Though? How are you? I'm doing fine. Uh, forgive me, but I might not be able to stay on as long today. I just fine. got a call from yeah, a good friend of mine, and I think we, he and I, need to have heart to heart. Oh Lord, it's one of those, yeah. One of those. No, 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 no. It's always good. It's always good. One of those COVID messages, yeah. One of those. No, no, not COVID. <laughs> you need to sit. You need to sit down with him. That's that. That's why. That's probably the worst ones that you need to do when you have a, have to sit down and have a heart to heart with someone. They say statistically, like the worst thing you could hear someone say, or the, the words that cause the most anxiety is, "We need to talk." Whether it comes from your partner or your manager or whatever, that statistically that's like one of the most stressful phrases. It's, it's, it's funny that it shouldn't be though, right? I think when we need to talk, it should be. I should. I should start every conversation like that then with everyone then and see how they see, it, it will put, they'll put everyone who talks to you on edge it's weird though it's weird I, I got told the other day putting a mess taking a screenshot and putting a message in a group chat apparently that's very um, um, aggressive I didn't how, know that how so I don't know neither I I I, 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 I explain I, the context though um, remember what we were talking about earlier on about what I was talking to you about, about the screen. Remember that I told you I took a screenshot so I can I put it in? Oh the, yes, yes. In yeah. the group chat. Apparently, if you find out something about someone and you then you then basically can air that air what you're saying oh, out by by oh, like okay. by proof. provide proof. Um, at the most, you could you could call it passive aggressive, yeah. but passive aggressive means like it's not those both those words are opposite opposite ends of the spectrum but they don't necessarily cancel each other out it's just basically saying that you chose to communicate in a way that was um swinging from both poles i don't know how you'd say like you could have came in hard you could have been like you did this you did that look everybody can see that that would have been aggressive or you could have been totally passive about it oh that that is true imran is, is that you yes that's me Okay, everybody. So, welcome back to um, another podcast. Well, we're, we're going strong, people. I'm, I'm just letting you know we're going very strong. This is not going to come out until Tuesday, so I'm just going to let you guys know I'm stacking them. I have to stack them up now. But today, I am joined by Imran, and I am joined by El Chapo. You guys introduce yourselves to each other. You know how it, you know how it is. This is yeah. This one of my cousins. And the next one, uh, Imran, you'll be my cousin soon too, innit? When I get married, right? When you get married. To yeah. Me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. That's the plan. If she'll, if she'll definitely agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping she will. <laughs> you don't sound very sure, my friend. Well, I've still got to meet her dad, haven't I? Well, I've met her dad, but he wants to have a chat. So. Oh, he, he, <laughs> you know what I'm he reminds me of Frank Bruno. That's I don't know why. He reminds me of Frank I know, Bruno. I remember you saying, and I see what you meant. Um, and so, obviously, because some of the stories I've heard from Vina, I'm like, yeah, this will be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. You know, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't think meeting the dads is as bad as it is in the movies. I think the movies kind of make it worse. There's, there's a perspective here. Like, um, back when I used to go to church, we were... We were all in this little church car group and they were talking about how they don't this one guy he was way older than me was talking like 
he's a single guy too he's like he doesn't believe in this whole going and talking to the dads if you're dating somebody and i'm there and i was like i do and he's like yeah why is that i said well because it's out of respect and he's like no we're two adults so then i said to him i was like if you had a little girl and she met somebody that she cares about and he says he cares about her and he's planning to marry her wouldn't you want that young man to come and talk to you first as her father yes and, that, and once you think about it from that perspective it makes sense Imran, you agree? Imran? Imran ran away. He's not there, don't turn. I don't understand this connected thing. Yeah, um, I believe, yeah, you are right. Me having a daughter, I would have to say, I am sorry. You're going to have to come and see me if you want to talk to my child. Or at least say to her, that's what I expect of you. Like, you're an adult, so I'm not going to force you to make this guy come see me. But I would expect, based on how I raised you, that you would you would want to know my, or have my input on this. Because, like, I've been caring for you, feeding you, and loving you for way longer than this person has. I'm invested in it, so. Imran. I'm back. I'm Imran. back. Okay. You know what I will say to you to do? Turn off your Wi-Fi and put on your 4G. 4G is completely uh, better than the Wi-Fi right now. Okay. Yeah, that is the. I'm telling you, I don't know what it is. Since this COVID thing has happened, the Wi-Fi has been used and abused all across the country. I don't think it can keep up. Yep, yep. Not used to having cool. this many people on it. Yeah, exactly. So, Imran, what do you think? Um, um, what's it called? El Chapo. Say what you just said again about the whole respecting about the child. Whatever. Did you hear it before you? I don't know. Well, the uh, the incident happened. No, I was, I was just saying that if you look at it from the perspective of if you had a daughter. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. No, I would, I would expect the same courtesy. So, so then the you end, get it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I totally get it. It's just like, it's, it's still a big thing, isn't it, meeting someone's father in that kind of circumstance. So, even though I get on with him, and from everything I've heard from Vina, he really, really likes me. It's still a big thing, isn't it? Because you're going up to that man to say, "Yeah, I'm going to be taking your daughter." So, yeah, it'll be good. It's yeah, the whole it's, thing. You're not taking a daughter. You're gaining a son. You're gaining. A that, is true. Exactly. that is true. That is. And true. I think my uncle's got seven daughters. So yeah, man. Gaining a son right now. <laughs> you might just get that hug straight away. Like you know, he, just, yeah. he hugs you for a long time, and, you go to off, and he's still hugging you. Like yeah, come and play cricket. Yeah, <laughs> cricket. You know what I mean? No, um. Uncle Jeffrey's cool, you know. He's he's yeah. he's more of the um out of all the uncles, he's probably the one that's the strongest, but he's the one that will probably he will tell you the truth. He will yeah. sit back with you and be like, you know what, this is my daughter, blah 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 blah. You probably won't you probably won't understand what he said at in the beginning, but he'd be like, you know what, yeah, I understand. Cause he, he I think he'll break it down for you a lot because he's the he's the one that was behind my back constantly, especially like with my brother and all that stuff. Yeah. I think everyone can go to him when, like, especially if we needed something, he was the one that we could go to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I get Yeah, he is the one. He is the one. Okay, so everyone, I'd, I'd like to start this with happy COVID. How are you guys doing through this um, COVID? Because, what is it, like, day 1,786 now, isn't it? <laughs> something like that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, start, it's, it's definitely starting to get to me. I'll definitely say that. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's been it's been lovely because I'm I'm uh, hold up with Avina and the girls, 
because my mum's quite elderly she's in her 70s so me and my yeah. sisters all made that decision to kind of stay away from her for her health but yeah, yeah it's definitely starting to play on my mind because literally my work I wake up in the morning jump onto my laptop I work and I tend to be working longer hours so I'm working till maybe from eight in the morning to about half seven eight in the evening and then mm. you don't switch off you don't switch off so that's the thing I'm having dreams about work and that's not good oh yeah that's... there's no separation yeah. no. the stimuli that comes from traveling to and from your job there's exactly. in your mind and this is the thing as well because now unfortunately we've been so productive having to work remotely it looks yeah, like the client, leave you at home you, you, don't, you don't need to come back to the client site now you can carry on and we're like no it's yeah. not good this is this this is a this is a game changer. This paradigm shift. There's going to be a lot of people, a lot of companies going to realize. Wait, we could save a lot of money on office space. Oh, not only I, that. The thing is, yeah. we I'm missing claiming my expenses for my hotels, my travel, <laughs> my food. I'm missing that lifestyle. He's not even missing the job, he's missing claiming expenses. No, this is what all my colleagues were saying. Where we we eat better on our expenses than we do at home. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let Abina hear you say that. Do not. Oh, no, no, no. Her food, her food's wicked. Her food's wicked. She knows that. But yeah, it's just that whole. And traveling as well. It breaks up your week. It breaks up your week. So then when you are home, you appreciate it more. So yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I realized that. I realized, I realized, yeah, I realized, you know what? It's funny. Today, I was, I've been at home all day and I realized I'm sitting and I thought to myself, I didn't want to play PlayStation. I thought that's boring. I didn't want yeah. to get in. I thought to myself, I, I was just sitting there. And I, I, I was, I'm watching an anime, and I, I didn't realize there's eight eight episodes were exactly the same. And all they've done, <laughs> is, they've done yeah, they've done a ground, they've done a groundhog. Ah, um, uh, right. So basically, yep. every day for the eight episodes were the same. And I was like, how did? How can you get away with making eight episodes that are exactly the same? And then in the last episode, he has to say something to her different than he did from the first episode. And in and then on the ninth episode it changed and I was like I just watched eight episodes back to back am I I must be losing it because of this COVID because I would have been no I'm giving up yeah and I watched eight episodes yeah, of Groundhog Day back to back COVID or no I'm after the third time seeing that I'm skipping up to the end or googling <laughs> what happened so I don't have to suffer through this yeah I, 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 I've tried I, you know what, I'm trying new things because you know this, this yeah this, this I don't know about you guys this COVID thing has me um watching new things like i'm watching um you know harry enfield and chumps yeah yeah i'm watching that again i'm i'm watching it just for just to watch something new that's outside of my box well the benefit for me is that i've got your cousin watching programs she would never watch before so you seen carnival row no amazon no so it's like whole steampunk kind of murder mystery kind of thing and prior to lockdown she would never have watched that i put it on for the other day and she was like that's really interesting i want to watch this i want to watch that so that's one positive last thing i've got to do is get her to uh, appreciate star wars yes please please <laughs> please i beg you please we need to cover all the women in our family to like Star Wars. all of them even you leon all of them yeah, I'm, all I'm, I'm not one of the women in the family but i already like star wars <laughs> well you know what you need to do dom Either you and I are going to turn around and say it's a Star Wars themed wedding. Wow. Do you want me to die? <laughs> then hang on, hang on, hold on, hold on. He just told me, he just told me my death sentence right there. He told me my death sentence. Yeah, but he I'll use me. the force, bro. I'll bring you back. 
<laughs> he just mentioned the rise of Skywalker. Um, <laughs> there you go. Um, listen, El Chapo got strike one for that last week. I'm giving you a strike this week. Now, I mentioned that that, 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 that damn film. That, that that film ruined Star Wars. You know that, right? It's ruined Whoa, no, Star Wars. I think Imran, don't get him started. He will <laughs> wax poetic. I'm similar. I think those last three movies done such a disservice. And I think me and you, Dom, have had this conversation. If they had made the movies like The Mandalorian, whole different story. Um, you know what it is with those? With those? Oh, okay. I, I could, the Mandalorian was written by someone that understands. He 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 read the book. Yeah. And he followed yeah. the book. Yeah. Disney took a story that was made in what and. Um, I was trying, when did you say it was not 70 what 70, 77 what, 70? first star 70, yeah. okay 77 he's yeah. made he, he had remember he had made all all nine already he just brought yeah. out he only brought out six how can they take a script from someone you buy it and then when he watches a film he's like hang on you've just chopped up my story artistic yeah. license yeah and That's made it. it into whatever you wanted for video games dollies toys yeah. you, you haven't followed this script I understand don't get me because if they got new writers now they're gonna think that doesn't work that doesn't work and they didn't want to use the time travel thing but it's like you've ruined the whole if Disney I don't know, can't make merchandise they don't want it that's it the merchandise is what made George Lucas a billionaire it wasn't the movies yeah yeah that's it. The merchandise and then just making them just making a red stormtrooper I know it's probably made in millions as well just, just yeah. one tiny red thing, you know. It's, it's like let's let's good. make a stormtrooper and just make him all red. And then we'll... Yeah, <laughs> that'll sell like hotcakes at Christmas. But in, <laughs> it will. It will. But in, it if you if you look at the first one of the new three one, it was an exact copy of A New Hope. Exact copy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Someone said it's gone from. I can't remember what it, someone said to me. Someone said it's gone from resistance. Now, what was the old one? What was it? It was they weren't the resistance. What were they? Rebellion. Rebels. They were the re- yeah, the rebels. So there was it went from rebellion to resistance. Yeah, yeah. And this is the thing I can remember. I I was lucky enough to get a ticket on the the midnight showing, Westfield, uh, in White City. So I get there midnight with my friends, whole heap of people dressed up fully in character. I'm really anticipating this movie. And as the movie's progressing, I'm sitting here thinking, I've seen all of this before. I've seen all of this before. <laughs> Brother, what I don't understand, I, don't get me wrong, this is this is my problem. So, how do we take down this shit? You know what? There's an, there's an antenna there, blow that up, and then the whole fleet is going to die. This was the Clone <laughs> Wars. This was the exactly. Clone Wars, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, Why it's... is the antenna not something small in someone's pocket? I, I don't understand this no more. How, how many times are we going to keep doing this antenna in the sky thing? We've but not that. Who designed it to think, you know what, I'm going to find the face and there's one structure I'm going to build that will destroy everything if it gets knocked out. That's a really bad design. They said that in Family Guy, Blue Harvest, the like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a and massive design flaw here. <laughs> And yeah, you know what? You know, you know. I didn't realize. I'm sorry to cut you. I, I, I did not know this, and I don't know if you guys know this either. You know, kyber crystals that are used to make the start, um, the lightsabers. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do you know the Death Star? You know that beam that they use is made yeah. of kyber crystals. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you know that killer uh, moon base killer that, yes. that, what, that, that oh, killer base. Planet, yeah, killer yeah. base. Oh, killer base. You know that's kyber crystals that they're using. So they're just literally using kyber crystals to blow up other planets. Yeah, so just basically making a big ass lightsaber and turning it on right in front yeah. of the planet. That's yeah. it. Okay then. That's so it. why does so where did Ray? Can I ask you where did Ray find her kyber crystal for her orange kyber crystal that she had in the last movie? Well, they didn't didn't really say that, but I'm sure there's a various kind of forums where they discuss this whole issue because apparently as well, crystals are very hard and unstable, which is why Kylo Ren's lightsaber is the way it is because that art and that skill to build lightsabers has been forgotten. So how she's managed to suddenly build a perfect lightsaber, but then it all goes back to the whole thing about all the all the Jedi's live in her. Which is like okay. <laughs> that's another that's another bullshit line, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All the Jedi live in her. Oh my gosh. It's yeah, oh. it's it's poor. It's really there's, poor. There's so much they could have done with this meal. There's so much they could have done with this film. It's, yeah. I don't know. I, I I don't know. There's the you know what they've they've lost the plot. I heard they're bringing Anakin back. I heard they're bringing Luke back now. There's yeah. Disney. I just Disney are, 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 are going with the wind. I don't know what they're doing. So, you know what? That brings me into my next um, topic that I was going to bring up you. Um, with um, DC and Marvel kind of having a break now with this COVID thing. Yeah. Where do you think DC and Marvel can go next? Where do you think they can actually go after now all the Avengers are, are practically done? I know there's a lot more to go. But what, like, what do you two think that, that they should do next? DC? <sighs> I think DC... Um, I think DC outshines Marvel in the cartoon division. Uh, yeah, the new movie just came out, Justice League Dark. The first one came out a couple of years ago. It was it was excellent, and then there's a new one coming out, or a new one that just came out, Justice League Dark Apocalypse. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, and um, I think that when it comes to those type of movies and like Flashpoint and things like that, Warner Brothers has they, their 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 cartoon, their artistry, their whatever you want to call it, is way ahead of Marvel. But Marvel does live cinematics way better. But the reason for that is, is that when Marvel decided to do the movies, they had this all planned out in the various phases. They knew who was going to come out in phase one, which characters, and they mapped out that whole universe with regards to movies. And I don't think DC have done that. They've just tried to yeah. play catch up. It was haphazard. Yeah. The strongest, and you think about some of the characters that DC has are far, far better than Marvel. Godlike. They're godlike. Yeah. But the way they've portrayed them, they've just been totally let down. Like the only, the only, I'd say, DC character movies that could stand up to any Marvel movie were the Chris Nolan Batman movies. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I don't agree. I don't know why. I don't know why. So what other what other DC movie do you think Tim, could Tim stand Martin, up? The first Batman and maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was groundbreaking because of the time that it came out in, and it it blew everyone's minds away. But I'm talking about from the rise of the Marvel franchise. What is there that DC has done that could you could pit up against it and say, you know what, you can't match this. Um, the reason okay, it's funny man. I think um, it's not, I know people hated this film. Man of Steel, the very the very first one that they did. No. Yeah. They could. I know. I know you guys <laughs> it. 
they could have built around um, Henry Cavill, they could have built around that better than they did. They didn't have to bring out, to me, lose Aquaman, lose Cyborg, yeah. have Wonder Woman and Batman in it, but have... Um, and the guy who's the Flash, he's horrible. Yeah, because yeah. he... Yeah, he, yeah, and take out the Flash. They should have built Superman first. Don't make Batman beat Superman so quickly. Yeah. That should have been towards the end, like when they were like, you know, like they like they had four um dark no because you can't you know what you can't even fight dark side yet because they haven't done anything that was like significant I mean, let's, they and let's be fair dark side is the is the Audi equivalent of Thanos right yeah what, what, what do you mean by that what do you mean you need to state what you're talking about what do you mean Audi because oh, <laughs> when you say Audi like eight so what are you comparing the Audi to like what car no, I said Aldi. <laughs> I know, I know what you mean, but so who you say is better, Thanos or or, or or Dark Side? Thanos is way better than Dark Side. No, he's he's not though. Dark Side will kill Thanos in seconds. They live in different realities. No, brother, yeah. brother, you know Dark Side is a god. <laughs> you know the you know the version that you see of Dark Side. That is as um, that is as an, an imagination of himself. That is him in a third person. If you if you saw you know, Thanos, I bow to wisdom about this. I don't know enough. Yeah, yeah. I if you saw Thanos in person, yeah. Sorry, if you saw Dark Side in person, you couldn't look at him. You'll blow up. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad it is. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know how. Fantastic. But then this yeah, just yeah. this just this just backs up my point. The characters in DC. Versus the characters in Marvel, yeah, are so much superior, but the portrayal on the big screen has been so poor. It has been, it ha- and, that, and that's what I said to someone when they first saw Justice. They said it was shit, and I said, "How was it shit?" Oh, because, and I said, "Look, you put it to the point. If DC had made the film better, I, I, I can honestly say DC, the the, the um, Justice League would have blown Avengers out of the water if if they had done it properly." If it was done correctly and not rushed, they would have blown them all out of the water. And the, other, and the other big thing as well is, think about it, Marvel had continuity in the actors portraying those heroes. That's so, so people, <laughs> Well, yeah, but, but people, people were then able to build almost a relationship with that actor and character as they progressed through those movies. Whereas with DC, it's more like, Oh, we'll slap this guy in here. We'll slap Batman. that guy in there. We'll slap another yeah, one in it's there. A new, it's a new Batman. It's a new origin story. We're starting it all over again. And it's like, yeah. you can't build an affinity to it. And that's yeah. where DC have lost out. There's no emotional connection because it's like, I saw girls crying about Tom Holland's character disappearing. Yeah. Uh, Peter Parker. like, And I saw people crying when Iron Man died. I was like, this isn't real. Who's Tom Holland? Which one's Tom Holland? Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah. The new, the new Spider Man. The, the new one. Yeah. yeah. But he, yeah, but he's he's terrible. He's he's the worst Spider Man out of the lot. What? Oh, he's terrible. worse than Maguire. Oh. Which one's which, which one's Maguire? The second. The first. One? The, the first Toby. one. Toby Maguire. He was. Yeah. How do you hate Toby Maguire? Did, you don't you like not see him do that dance. Yeah, that's the best thing since that, no. that's the best. No. <laughs> like red. no, 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 no. He looked like he was on some day. meds and they weren't set right. And... Let me tell you this now. The movie was bad. To this day, when me and my friends meet up, we do that dance. 
that's she didn't tell people this. <laughs> see my wedding day. Let me tell you that. You see my wedding day. You see my wedding day. You see, yeah. we were waiting for. You see, we were waiting for my missus to come down the aisle. I am yeah. going to be standing there, and you guys are going to be busting up when you see me and my friends <laughs> doing that dance. That's I suggest you run this by your fiance. She, well, she's not gonna know. She's gonna be in the room making herself pretty. She ain't gonna know nothing. Because I feel that this is somewhere along the lines of asking it to be a Star Wars theme wedding. I am gonna have that place <laughs> yeah. flying real that. close to that little radar there. I'm gonna have that place rocking before she comes downstairs. And by the time she comes, like, everyone's gonna, she's gonna be like, "What's everyone been doing?" <laughs> Teddy's been acting the fool downstairs. That, You're gonna you see that. me in whatever part of the room, just giving you a slow shaking of the head, going, "Don't do it." <laughs> No, 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 you'll be out there with me. Nope. I'll be like, come on. No, I refuse. Come on. Come on. I have no, no reputation, but I will keep what I have intact. No, but on, on a serious note, Andrew Garfield, it sounds really bad. The the second Spider-Man film, the, the guy that played yeah. Andrew Garfield, played the second, he was my favorite because I think the story was deeper and I like a darker storyline. I think Marvel need to stick to darker storylines like um what's that film? And like like the Winter Soldier. Winter yeah. Soldier was perfect because it was dark and it was it was edgy. The Spider-Man's, um, the amazing Spider-Man's, I think he did, the way he acted, that was my Peter Parker. Tobey Maguire, mm, he was an idiot. And this Tom Holland guy, I like Tom Holland. He keeps, he keeps taking off his mask. I can't, I can't do it. I can't. That whole, every minute you're talking to someone, you keep taking off your mask. I was like, what is this? Yeah. Everyone knows who you are. Why they do you keep taking off your mask? They young guy who's athletic so that his audience can grow with him. Yeah. Again, it's building that relationship. Yeah. You can't build a relationship. Remember, I said, because you were like, why does the Mandalorians keep taking off the masks? Because you can't merchandise, you know, a carbon copy soldier. You need to be able to see I, the difference I, between these people. I know, but then what I don't like doing, I, I have to say this, when I'm having, when I'm, when I'm talking to, to, um, to the mortals and the mudbloods of the world, and I'm having <laughs> mud to explain. Blood, <laughs> and I'm having to explain. Wow. I'm, I'm having to explain to them. You do understand that you that you paid for a movie called Civil War. You paid for it and you loved it. But then Spider Man in the next film is taken off his mask. It makes no sense. Oh, it does make sense because Iron Man here because Iron Man and Captain America were fighting. I'm like, oh my god, you went to see a movie that now makes no sense because Spider-Man every, he goes to France and just keeps taking off his mask every five minutes you know what I mean <laughs> he went to yeah. Italy he, you yeah. know what I'm talking about <laughs> you know what I'm talking about you know what I'm talking yeah. about you know, you know it's funny on a side note you're talking about mudbloods and stuff uh, there was, there was survey, and my company was voted the most Slytherin like which was nice <laughs> well, that's brilliant that's actually I was, my I was, house when I Every that, time I, I use a sword hat. Yeah, that's my house. Yeah, that's my house as well. Slivering. Uh, that's that's all good. That's all good. So we're all slivering then. There you go. Does anyone talk parcel tongue? No one. No, I'm working on it. I'd never admit it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. So you can talk. This makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been known to converse with a few. <laughs> hey, my, my... Oh, oh, oh. Brilliant. Excellent. Excellent. So um, I don't know, Imran. Did you listen to our last podcast? Did you listen to it? I listened to some of it. I've gone. I've been listening to most of your back catalogue as well. Okay, that's that's cool. Um, funny enough, um, well, um, El Chapo. You know, I forgot this morning. I was I, I woke up and something told me. Oh, I was like whatever. 
I forgot to mention Conan the Barbarian. I can't believe I, I forgot like Conan the Barbarian. Barbarian. How dare you? That's strike four. You, I don't. You know? That's strike four. Hold on, hold on. Which 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 version are we talking they, about? They just find this medius headed man to always play this character. Who? Who? Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, he was a meathead. And then they found... Uh, they found I, I think those ones were brilliant. But it's like, there's no real acting in it. It's just like... It's yeah, but the thing is... people's heads off. But the thing is, it's you got to remember, it was the 80s. Yeah? That whole oh, style of... The 80s, but it's just like... It's just... Oh. Yeah. Like my, those my favorite movies is the original Karate Kid, and that will always hold a special place in my heart, and like never-ending story and things like that. But it's like slapstick. Like when I when I used to sit there and watch martial arts with my dad, right, and I watched Steven Seagal break everyone's wrist, I was like, "This is ridiculous." <laughs> my dad thinks it's fantastic. Okay. I, I, I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't get you, man. Strike four. Like, I, I don't. I don't understand Conan. But you don't like Conan. No, Conan. I don't like Conan the Barber. I don't like the way he's been portrayed. I feel like there was more to his character than him just this oaf that goes around hacking things to bits. But that's true. Uh, have you read any of the books? No. No. Not. See. Not. So in the books, because you got to remember, he's like, I can't remember the details, but I don't know if he's like a prince of his land or whatever. So no, he, he was. He was. Um, I think he was, a, I think him and his family, I think him and his family were berserkers, I think they were, and they were trying to teach their son the will, the, like, the will of steel and stuff like that, like yeah. worship steel and stuff like that. But I he's, he's supposed to be a very, well, from what I can remember of the books, he's quite a s- smart individual, but the way the movies, I think that just was used because of the person who's playing Conan, which was Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you got to remember at that time <laughs> in his career, his grasp of English wasn't brilliant yeah, which is why they produced his lines yeah. it's the same with terminator he's hardly got any lines I'll but it's his present <laughs> so that's it and he but ends he, up the governor of california the guy's a genius yeah but he's a genius he's a genius he's a genius he was a genius see yeah, i love all those 80s movies i think they're brilliant and that's in my next topic i'll say to you do you think the movies what do you think of movies now compared to the ones? Because we were brought up with a lot of explosions, um, early nights coming through the Power Rangers and stuff like that. You know, most of those stuff now will be banned. Like you could never put a grenade down someone's pants and throw them off a balcony and let him blow up. You know what I mean? You could yeah. you could never do that now. It's, but then how do you I think. think- Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, how do you think that movies have um, differentiated now between then and now? Like, do you think they've got worse or do you think they've got better? I think movies now rely too much on the visual rather than the actual script itself. Okay. Bear in mind, I'm from a, I mean, El Chapa, I don't know how old you are, but I'm from a, an a older generation to Teddy. So my my upbringing was always kind of like, late 70s early 80s up until early 90s kind of thing and a lot of the stories or movies there had a lot more in the script in the content whereas now it's a lot more visual and that's what kind of grabs people's attentions and i think a lot of movies have lost the art of script writing and storytelling yeah Yeah. Yeah. and that's why i like um guillermo del toro because i feel like he gets both right he, yeah, he, he'll write a great story that keeps you captivated, and 
doesn't overdo it with the visuals because everyone wants to be wowed and no one wants to sit there. I want to have something that has my brain going, well, why did that happen? Well, think about it. One of the, I might for me personally, one of the best films I think ever, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's all dialogue. Yeah. Funny enough, and my favorite film is The Grand Budapest Hotel. So There you go. Wes, Which Wes one's Anderson has... does his script writing is amazing. Which yeah. one's that one? Which one's that one? Is that the one in India? No, no. Yeah. No, that's different. That's the best Marigold Hotel, I think. <laughs> no, I did not like the best Marigold Hotel. <laughs> oh, I love that film. I love that film. Oh, I love yeah, that. No. The Grand Budapest the Grand is Budapest much Hotel. different than the best Marigold. <laughs> I'm offended that you even tried to intermingle the two in conversation. What happened in that film? Sorry, what happened in that You film? need to go what watch happened? it. Like, Ralph Fiennes should have got an Oscar for it. Yeah, it's not an easy film to explain. Yeah. Um, yeah, you definitely need to watch that one. It's quite similar. Who else is in there? There's a lot oh, of people. Most of there. really famous actors in there. Yeah. Grand Budapest Hotel. Why have I not seen this film? Maybe have. It's hard. You have to sit. The dialogue is what will get you. Like the, the humor in it, the rawness of it. It's and it's very honest and it's very likable. Is there any lasers in it? Any lasers? No lasers. <laughs> no. I'm not serious. Are you ten? Are there lasers? Brother, I'll be honest with you. If it's not animated or it hasn't got a laser in it, I probably won't watch it. But then, hold on. Have you watched? You watched the Martin Scorsese films, haven't you? Which ones? Which ones? Any of them? I'm not. It sounds really bad. I'm not really into gangster films. You know, I'm not really into. Never seen The Departed. I was just gonna say Departed. I was gonna say Goodfellas, Casino. Casino. Oh, okay. No, no, okay. I've seen. I've seen the reason. Okay, I'll be honest with you. The reason why I don't watch them, and I do, I love them, is because anyone I'm with at the time. I start talking like a mafia person and they always get annoyed. <laughs> so well, I just stop. Well, the, I funny, just stop the funny thing is, when again, Teddy, when you speak to your cousin Arena, yeah, just yeah. ask her about boots of cars. <laughs> yeah. And why my mouth dropped when I correlated what she was talking about watching <laughs> scenes in Goodfellas. Explain it. Just, just say it. Can't say it. You can't just say that. One, the first it, it, thing she said to me was, "Always look for a car with a good boot because you can always get a body in the boot." <laughs> she said that to you. Yes, man. That's and then I was like, "Hold on, who are you?" <laughs> <laughs> and this is it now. Every time we go to look at a car, she's like, "Show me the boot." <laughs> So I'm like, look, I thought, I thought, I thought I grew up in a rough area, but oh my god! Yeah, but the thing about it, I'm, I'm thinking your body. <laughs> oh no, not my body. This is generally, can you get a body in that boot? Oh, the look on my face when she said that, I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Yeah, so when you see her next, just ask her. <laughs> Can you imagine that? And so she hasn't seen and she hasn't seen Goodfellas or anything like that. So I want her to watch this that one scene where Joe Pesci opens that boot and just goes to town on the guy in the boot. And I just want to show that to her and say, 
this is what I think about when, when you say that. <laughs> yeah. I remember they even sat and ate pasta while he was there in the, yeah. with his mother. Exactly. <laughs> saying they were exactly. Like, oh, this was horrible. Like, and that's the kind of thing you know, that's, right that's no, the kind for real. Of she said that. Yeah. I always bring it up and she's always like, that's not what I meant. I was like, that is so what you meant. That is, that is, that's the mafia. She's just probably lying to you and telling you she's never seen a film, but there's no way. Who correlates booth body? No one. Exactly. You have and, to have seen a mafia film. And we've been looking at cars, yeah, and, and she's been saying, no, we should get an estate because they got big boots. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, what are, what are we doing? Are we smuggling now? What are, what's going on? What's- no, because then it's, her view is, you can get more than one body in an estate. <laughs> so, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's family. She's family. Yeah. Ooh. I'm just saying you to be careful. That's all I'm saying. Be careful. Be careful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I stash some family. type of cutting device in the boot. <laughs> just in case you wake up in somewhere you didn't really plan on waking up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, my God. Um, what we, I can't remember what we were talking about. I can't remember. Read the list. We were just talking, we were talking about storytelling in movies. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's not a thing. So have you guys... I'm just bringing something up. Have you guys made anything creative lately? Because I know we're talking about this stuff. I just want to see if you guys got anything going on, anything that you guys are doing like privately or just trying to like rendition or anything like Because I can say to you guys, I'm, I'm currently trying to write a book. Right. At the moment, again, this is my last attempt at trying to do something creative just to try and get my name out of there. Literally. Have you guys got anything? I've toyed with things like that in the past, but I... For me personally, I don't think I have the dedication to sit down and do that. Um, and I think with me, life has just generally got in the way of yeah. doing those things. Like I, I have a very good friend who I used to work with who did just leave work and started writing books. And he's published maybe four or five books and they're all the horror genre, but he's making a living out of it. So fair play. If you can do it, go for it. I mean... But yeah, I haven't had the opportunity to do anything. That's that's risk. It's, it's bad that you know that probably something in your passion you could probably just sit. You know, I know it's not it's the lazy way of living, but if you can find, if you can find your calling when you do something, especially creatively, and you can find it and you can make money off it, it's probably the best feeling that exactly. you can have. Exactly. El Chapo for you. I, I write. I write poetry. I write rhymes. Um, I'm helping. Well, I have a cousin on the other side of the family that uh, he's into music producing. So I bought him some music producing software, and I'm hopefully he's gonna make some more interesting tracks. Um, but like I was saying to you, um, if the goal is to get your name out there, it's kind of hard for that to do what it does. Like if your goal is notoriety, then the focus should be making something that the world needs or has never heard before or something that yeah. blows everyone's mind because that that will get the notoriety but if the goal is yeah. just the notoriety it's hard to aim at that that makes sense. yeah yeah i hear what you mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i know yeah i know I, I yeah i know that i kind of think that as well but i don't really want the whole um like you said to me it will take time i don't want to rush anything even though i know i'm getting older by, by the, the, little, those little handheld anything. recorders like a lot of the old uh, writers used to do so when they're yeah. buses and transporting cabs they have the idea that they want to add to their story and they can play it back and they just talk into their little mic on their little 
Yeah. Yeah. Hell, recorders. Those things were yeah. wonderful. Well, you have it on your phone now, anyway. So I probably just use it on my well, phone. There you go. There you go. Put a recorder on your phone, so the, no. the, the, the disconnect from your phone of having something else that's like, or these little tapes. I don't know if they do the little cassettes anymore, but or they're just the handheld MP3 recorders. Um, I remember my dad used to keep one for notes way back, and I used to love it, and I used to write my little stories on it until he told me to cut that out because it's for work. So, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I remember having. Yeah, I remember. You know what? It's funny, yeah. It's true. You know, having those little recorded things and trying to remember little things was good. But I think it's because I've downloaded a Microsoft Word on my phone. So anytime I have an idea, I just literally just drag it down on Microsoft Word. It goes to the computer. It goes up in the cloud. So I've never, I've never lost it. You know, it's my, it's my, it's my, it's my little bit of keepsake yeah. that I have. Just to have, but I just have so many stories in my head, and I just drop them down. I just need to pick which one I want to focus on. Leave them all together. The Shawshank Redemption. What's it called? It. Oh, no, I can't. They're all I part of the same universe. To. I can't. I won't be able to. What do you mean? All about the same universe. What do you mean? The short track redemption thing. Stephen King, all of his stories take place in the same universe. Yeah. What? Yeah. What's true. with Idris Alba and that kid? What's it called? Oh, the Watchtower or something, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, if you look yeah. at when he's going through that, that messed up amusement park, that's Pennywise's circus. Everything. Idris Elba? What, what do you mean Idris Elba? What Idris Elba? He's the gunslinger. Yeah, the, yeah, the watchtower. Dark, is the, Dark Tower? The Dark Tower or something. Yeah, it was the film they said that could never be made. And it was a letdown of a movie, to be honest. Yeah. But it was Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey who were supposed to be portraying like the equivalent to the devil or something. Yeah. And it was like slipping through parallel universes and all sorts. But, um, I yeah. liked it. I thought it was a great movie. It was okay, but compared to the, the actual book i don't think oh, it did yeah. it just no one no one, very few people can hold a candle to stephen king's writing yeah uh, i liked the, what they did to the it, it i didn't think that it could scare me again and it did so see i haven't seen i haven't seen the new one yeah, the new one is oh twisted. my god brother brother but you, you, the horror Imran, movies Imran, tonight tonight you need you need to put the kids to bed i don't like it is seriously good yeah it is seriously good i cannot lie it's really seriously yeah. it's 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 deep it's it's one of those films it's i want to say it's scary but it makes you think to i was yourself, scared i'm oh, like a lot i'm a grown man and i was scared yeah it, it's it's ridiculous and and the second one is as good as the first one but it's not as much jump scares it's See, it's, 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 it's like that it's odd because those kind of movies i sit there and i watch them and i'm kind of like yeah okay whatever the thing i think the films that affect me more and maybe that's because of coming from a a family of faith is any movies that have anything to do with religion and god and things like that i think they're the ones that kind of freak me out more because i can relate to that more than this kind of supernatural, crazy clown type character. So I, I kind of look at him and I'm just like, yeah, okay, it's it's what. Yeah, it's you what it you is. know what? I, I I kind of I can kind of relate to that as well because I am not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not into the superstition of like the. I I can I can I can I can watch an exorcism. I can I can watch a whole film by exorcism. Yeah. And then it's only after I've watched it. I'm sitting in bed and I'm thinking, hold on a second. 
Yeah. Had that happened to me, that's what I... And I can't differentiate. I can't differentiate the the difference between that and in the movie. So when I'm say I'm in a dark corridor, yeah, my mind will go straight back into like what would happen to me if I if I turn down that road, that road. Like what's what's with? And then eventually my brain just goes, you know what? Ah. And then the fear will just I'll just get rid of the fear. I, I, yeah. I have to always remember sometimes the fear is there. Get rid of the fear. Go to sleep. And then I've forgotten about it. I think yeah. I need like two days, and then I'm yeah. I'm back to normal. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, and that—that that is. But it—it it will get you like that. It will okay. get you like that. It I'll will. give it a go. I'll tell you th- uh, some films we watched recently, and that was um, well, we watched the Purge series on Amazon, and that concept again kind of freaked me out a little bit because you're looking at that and you're thinking, I could see that happening. Yeah, in a country That's in the near future. Yeah. If under the right circumstances that's a practical outcome it's like yeah yeah and and that's a very very scary situation you wouldn't want that... to annoy anyone because they'll try and kill you and they'll just wait until that time you're like oh I'm going to get you exactly and if they don't get you then you're going to be like ah I'm going to wait till next year to come and get you but that's the problem, guys. This is the problem. This is the problem I, I, I have, and it sounds really bad when I try to be film. I don't want that to happen to me when I get old. I don't want to be sixty and it happens, and I'll be like, "Oh man!" When I bro, was thirty, I wanted this to happen. Bro, you just been. need to stay in the gym. I am in the gym. As soon as the gym opens, back open. I'm in that gym. I and that's that it. Gym. No, if the purge was I'm, if the purge was real, you would revert back to natural human nature and. People would just become very tribal. You'd stay with your own people, yeah. and the yeah. strongest would protect the weakest. And you'd have a little compound or whatever. And when it was time to get it cracking, you say, "Look, if you guys come over near our, our territory, it's going to be a problem." But then that's just like what happens in The Walking Dead. That's pretty much how it would be. Yeah, it would be the strong factions take over the smaller factions. But that's always that's happened throughout history. Yeah, that's history. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that, that's that's that, that's yeah. England. Take that's Rome. That's, Tribes become that's, towns. Yeah. Towns become cities. Cities become that's, metropolis. And... Yeah, and that's it. What's that? That's civilization. That's yeah. civilization, right? Yeah. That's just normal. That's just normal day-to-day things. So, I would say, yeah, watch the it films. I would say, just try and watch. Just watch everything that's outside of your box lately, man. Because there's no yeah. point trying to watch the same thing over and over again. And there's no point. That's true. Because the, the love of films now is either the love of films now is you can go to a cinema, pay what, 27 quid, and then you buy popcorn, everything you need, pay up to like probably 50, 60 quid for a film, go in it, it's crap. Yeah. And then you can go switch on Netflix, watch a film, and you're like, I paid 9 99 for this. Yeah. I've paid 16 pounds for that. And like, what did I waste my money on? Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's, it's really weird. I, I don't know. To me, the cinema industry for me, it's going to be gone soon. It will well, like the it, whole automation. It's a very, story. Yeah, it's a very rare situation where I'm actually drawn to go to the cinema to see a movie because there aren't that many movies in the last few years that have come out that I've thought to myself, I need to experience that cinematic experience. And I think that see, I went to see, see, I went to see Star Wars like that. I had to see, yeah, Star, I had to see Avengers in a group. I would yeah, and Avengers, but when I Star Wars was the last film I saw, and I was because I was so disappointed, I was like, I wasted my money. Yeah. But then, like, but like El Chapo said, I saw Avengers, and then that was it. 
when I saw Avengers on big screen and I heard on your left, I was I was done. I was finished. Yeah. You know what I mean? You didn't need anything else. Avengers yeah. is probably the best one of the best experiences I had in the cinema ever. Agreed. Like hearing people hearing people scream for superheroes was unbelievable. Watching people cry in Endgame was really like it was a lot. Yeah. And imagine that and imagine this guys, when we were young and you like superheroes, you were a geek and you would get bullied. And now the same people that are bullying you are paying their side chicks to go and watch Marvel films. What who, yep. what wait, what's happening? When you were young and no, you no, liked... I heard what you said. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> and people are paying their side chick <laughs> to now because he goes, Oh, what movie do you want to go and see? And she's like, I wanna go see Iron Man. And he's like, Oh well, let's go. And he's paying for it. <laughs> that, that's what's happening. Yeah, that's that's exactly what is happening. Wow, my eyes are way open now. <laughs> it's true. I'm telling you now. Also, a lot of people they didn't know what Marvel was. They didn't know Marvel was a joke. Marvel was a joke. <laughs> you see people wearing Marvel t-shirts now. You're like, you didn't, you didn't like Marvel in the past. A lot of these people were like Saturday morning X-Men watchers. I don't know. I was yeah, but if you're yeah, but you're an X-Men watcher. An X-Men watcher doesn't mean you then was then you can then you can still watch X-Men. You can go out and still bully someone because they got an Iron Man t-shirt on. Do you know what I mean? That's how it was back in the day. People that didn't watch this stuff are now going to the cinema spending I, their money. I grew up in the United States bullying would happen for entirely different reasons <laughs> but i suppose that's like the same thing with people who kind of grew up playing dungeons and dragons and stuff like that yeah the, oh, come on those guys did need to get slapped around if you're gonna go to school <laughs> like a wizard, you deserve it <laughs> yeah but then okay, uh, in the level two like if you're like in your mid-teens and you're like okay fellas everybody meet like it gets to the point where it's like, all right, oh, like, okay, so, all right, let, let, let me throw this thing out. Oh, here we go. So, <laughs> have you heard of miniature tabletop wargaming? Yes. Like, have you heard of something called Warhammer? Yes. So, what's your view on that? I mean, that's it's like, it's oh, how can I explain it? Is... So before you say before you say anything, <laughs> I'm an I'm an avid player <laughs> of that. No, no, no. I, I, I always tell the truth. Like how, like in my opinion, Warhammer is like a scaled up version of a chess game. Uh, exactly. Okay, and I have a problem with that. And and they're just battles of attrition and strategy, yeah. and I like those things. Yeah, because right. I can sit there and play um, Command and Conquer Red Alert, like I used to. Yep. Or, Starcraft. Yeah. I love those games. I love games yeah. of strategy and attrition. Um, yeah. And then, like, and I even like hand-to-hand combat. Like, I, I used to train in martial arts. Yeah. But then there are people that will dress up with cardboard armor and cardboard swords and go beat. The way you're talking, you're, you're talking about larping. <laughs> yeah, that like live-action <laughs> Okay, you see what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. it, it's on a spectrum, and you can go from, you know this is intelligent to this is a little bit ridiculous and you guys are never going to be able to reproduce so enjoy yourself like yeah. those they, they, like no woman is going to see that and be like I want that guy like he... well funny thing is again Teddy I threatened to take your cousin to one of those events and that's and that's when I was told you do not have a boot yeah see? it's just I like I oh. 
I grew up with all oh. sisters. If she came home and told me, I'm seeing this guy, he wants to take me to... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a whole level to it, which is like, I think you... I think that's for the kind of people who, and again, this might be really wrong, but um, who maybe don't have that social interaction skill. And it's no, stop, no, 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 guys, guys, guys. I- I'm telling you now, this is you guys are thinking wrong nowadays. You, you, you see what you're saying? This whole thing is completely wrong. I'm telling you, I went to a gaming bar. Let me tell you, yeah. I went to a gaming bar. There is women there. Believe me, I'm telling you, there is. I did. I did not say there. women don't game. But no, no, I'm, I'm telling you now, there is women there and there is men there with these girls, right? And people are coming out of their shells now and people are opening bar, um, pubs, opening bars for these people to go to. And there is hundreds and hundreds of people in there playing video games, Warhammer, all this Oh, stuff. yeah, I've got, I've got, I'm, I'm talking about the extreme of when people dress up and run around in the woods. Yeah. And, and I'm throwing that. this spell on you. And now I you love lie there frozen. I love yeah, them. I'm the I knight of so and so, and this be is yourself. The, this is I my sigil, them. and they're they're playing out some half baked game of Thrones fantasy, and yeah. you're just like, oh, stop it. I mean, there yeah, are there are big people out. Go on, sorry. I love them, and, I, and, I, and I'll be honest with you. It, I'll be honest with you. If you guys go to Can, um, Canada Water in the summertime, yeah, they have got a whole Jedi thing down there. I don't know what they do sometimes you go past the station and there is hundreds of Jedi standing there by the station hey, waiting to do this they're thing. not Jedi <laughs> I, I know what you're saying to me and they're all look, they all look different and it looks amazing I love them I don't know what it is as I've got older I love them I think you know what free expression do what the hell you want oh yeah because yeah totally these people have been locked away for so long and ashamed of what they want to do because of a world that people are like, you can't do that in a normal so, so, what are your opinion of furries then? What do you mean? Have you ever heard of furries? F- fairies or furries? What's furries? <laughs> furries are a subgenre. Um, I don't know what you'd say. A sexual subgenre where these people dress up like in mascot uniforms and interact with each other, sometimes sexually. What? Yeah. No, I did not. I did not know that. That's a cult, isn't it? No, no, no one's sacrificing babies in the forest. No one, <laughs> I'm just saying. Furries, F U double R I E S. Okay, yeah, I, okay, I understand. I, <laughs> okay, this is a really funny podcast. I can't stop laughing. This, okay, I understand where it comes from a point where you can dress up as someone, jump, go in the woods, and pretend to cast. Okay, now some of these people have, let's say, um, not some of them have body dysmorphia. Some of them just have. A poor self-image and then when they dress up like a what they call a vixen like a a lady fox mascot the kind that you see like uh peppy le pew go after or bugs bunny or whatever they feel that energy of that character or so they say and um it's a whole thing it's a whole thing like it's i, I watched a documentary on it and i was thinking wow that's a Marilyn. What's that guy that got all those? What's that guy that got all those people pregnant on the island? The guy was sleeping. Island with is Doctor Moreau. Okay, him basically. Okay, that is the complex of. I, w- I wouldn't say a psycho killer, but that's someone that <laughs> that's someone that controls people in a sense where if I can tell you what to do and you and you and you listen to me, 
he's gonna he's he's gonna take advantage of you. That that's a cult. That is a that's a cult. <laughs> a cult thing. It is that, a cult because there's cult no there's no very... singular leader or entity that everyone. Of course, there is. is. One person made it up. One person said we're all gonna dress up as fairies. All right. So then, the Star Wars woods. is a cult then. It is, it is become a cult following. It is become a cult following. Anything, anything that draws people in can be defined as a cult because people they become can be. Yeah. All right. True. The so, the word fan comes from the word fanatic. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is the thing. Yeah. It's like being able to manage that obsession to the point where it doesn't overtake your life and you can have a healthy balance that's fine it's when it crosses that line and it is all encompassing then i think that can it's be touch with reality. yeah okay okay now watch this then i i can i can kind of this because i was i can i can say this now because we're 56 minutes in and i don't think anyone oh, will ever listen to yeah yeah, I don't think anyone will ever listen this far in anyway because you know, it gets, it gets whatever. <laughs> no, but I, I can say this now because I know certain people that I don't want to tell this to. I can tell you to, and you probably forget about it. I was studying something about witchcraft like a year ago, right? Say what? Okay. Listen, just wait, just wait. Don't, don't, don't think anything bad about it because it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I was studying this, 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 this concept of um, witchcraft, and it was um, not witchcraft in a sense where it was. Um, bad and demonic you have to take the demonic side um demonic side of demons and stuff out of the picture and make it come down to but it basically comes down to mother earth so basically it comes down to um is this the whole gaia thing yeah basically it comes down to mother earth everything that you do basically it um anything you do onto somebody else comes back to you tenfold or if you do something bad but then you still have the aspects of um like cultism like you when you like you can find other um witches by um by um by meditating or you can just basically go online because you know the, the modern day internet you can just tap online or someone will so whatever you're talking either internet or astral projection okay then so basically it was really weird when you're reading this stuff in every chapter it has it says in this book please be mindful of cult activity that displays drugs pedophilia and any cult member that is trying to lead you astray from what you really believe in and i never understood it so until i read research and i realized some of these men or women were literally making witch cults just to have sex with people to get these women pregnant so they can then go and then be like oh yeah i've got kids because you know some of them have no self-esteem some yeah. of them have no and they were literally raping girls or doing um like blood sacrifices and that stuff witches and stuff they don't believe in any of that stuff it's the demonic side or the satan the satan side of witchcraft that you go into that they believe in all that stuff if you research witches they some of the the witches from back um you know a load of religions have taken um what's it called um pagan religions and then they've put it in the bible and there's a lot of stuff that people don't know like you know like the the days of the week yeah and, yeah, um, yeah. Just, the, the, the days of the week are um what's it called um pagan names yeah. and the names of the sun and all, all all these words that we use in everyday language some of them that we use are pagan names and, I've, and when i read this i thought that is really weird that 
they will say to you in God in America, like, oh, in God we trust. And over here, they want you to go to church. But then they go to you, oh, yes, but on Sunday. And you're thinking, hold on, wait a minute. You, you just mentioned a pagan name just like that in church. A lot of these, if you don't care about it. But if you watch you know a lot I mean? of them, are all, they all go back to kind of ancient Egyptian worshipping of the sun and how these concepts, but basically they say a lot of these concepts have come in through to all the major religions. Um, yes. And it is interesting. It's a wormhole you can fall down and you won't get back out of. And it, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting because people can call any religion a cult. Yeah, yeah. But the if you yeah yeah if you really yeah, if you really studied it and looked at it through a hole and then just basically tried to clear because what I did I started to poke I started to poke I started asking people different religions and I realized no one had the answer. Like they would tell me their version of what they've read, yeah. but no one could ever tell me the 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 version of like what they haven't read past or what they haven't had the knowledge of. And I found that really weird as well. Like everyone, like if you ask a Christian man, I've, I've stood in front of a Christian man, asked him a question, I've asked a, a Muslim guy the same thing, and they started arguing about who Noah was, and I just had to leave them. Can't this is ridiculous. And this is, this is the crazy thing. The thing that really kind of annoys me is I'm not I'm not by far knowledgeable in my religion. I, there's so much I don't know. And this is what always bugs me when people ask me questions and I always say to them, I don't know enough to give you a formative answer. Yeah. Because if you if you don't have that knowledge and you impart what you think is the truth then that can set that other person off on a trajectory that's completely wrong. So yeah, this is, yeah. you have to really, you have to be one of those theologians who studied the text and the meaning behind the text and all the reasoning behind it to be able to give a proper answer. And that's why when you just said that those people arguing about who Noah was, I'm just like, they probably have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah, and that's yeah, and in, exactly, and that's the part where I try to differentiate between the two, and like you have to read like there's is there's so many books out there. Like I've, I'm reading a book right now called the Book of Enoch, and I, I have to be honest with you, it it makes the Bible look like someone's read it at their spare time because the way he the way he describes God, he make he doesn't make God so. Um, What's the, he doesn't make God so merciful. It's he he punishes. He punishes. He punishes. If you do something wrong, he punishes. He gives you chance. No, it's one chance. You, yeah. you don't do what I say. He punishes. When I when, when I go back, when I'm like my missus now, she's reading the Bible, and I and I hear her saying it out loud, and I'm listening and I'm just listening to this thing. So God gives people so many chances. Exactly. When is he, when is he going to be like? You know what? I've I've had enough, because the Old Testament he didn't care. And yeah. in the new one, he's very merciful. After Noah, he's very merciful. He's he's like, I'll give you a chance. Yeah, you can keep cursing my name. I'll give you a chance. And it's it's really weird. It's it's hard to like sometimes to pick up on what the true like. Well, like, what is he really I hear saying? what you're saying, but there are there is evidence in the Old Testament of God being merciful on a few occasions too. No, of course, of course, there is going to be times. Like I said, of course, there's going to be times. But he was very, like, headstrong. If I, I, I don't know if it's the word to say, but he was very. I, I look. I look. The way I was taught is this: it, it was a framework because the whole point of the Bible, if you're a Christian, uh, is pointed towards the coming of Christ. And if that's what you believe, 
then you have to understand that there's context. Of course, the, the Ten Commandments are going to sound very stringent. The, you have to understand that the, the Israelites had been in Egypt for a long time. They'd picked up all the habits of the Egyptians, which weren't in line with what God wanted. So it's like if someone has a, a crooked limb, then the brace that you put on that limb is going to be very restrictive initially. And then as that limb straightens out, they'll probably go to crutches and things like that. So the law will sound stringent from one aspect in one in, if you look at it from just one aspect but if you if you look at it as a, a continuous linear theme that's leading you up to the messiah coming it does make sense because he had to whip these people into shape from being practicing pagan religions in in, in egypt into the people that he promised abraham his his, his the, the the covenant he made the covenant with that this promised seed was going to come down through that line and give forth a messiah now if he if you try to produce a messiah in the type of Israelites or the type of people that the the well what the Israelites were before they they left Egypt that would have been very difficult to do they had no concept of God in the way that he was or like you have to like am I making sense it's like no, yeah, 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 yeah it does make sense yeah of course it's the framework sense. there and then you get we educated messiah. we educate around here we educate yeah, yeah, you, get, you get the messiah and then you look at how he treated people and they say well that's evidence of how God would have done it and you realize that there is more to God it's like if you learn about somebody or you hear something about somebody and you're like oh he killed five men and you'd be like wow that guy's a murderer and then you hear yeah he killed five men who were trying to murder these children and he protected everybody it's context if you don't understand the full context of a story you'll get a misunderstanding of or mischaracterization of what the individual is and I feel that that happens a lot and it's like when people say to me oh how because I do believe in God Although I would say I, would, I lean more towards Buddhism, but people say, "How do you? What, what makes you?" Was a Buddhism a man though? Was he a man? Um, Buddha, yes. It's a way of living. Yeah, yeah it, that's what I'm saying. It's more like a way of living. It's like when when I think about it, and they said, "Oh, why do you believe in God?" I said, I, I used to sit there and give these people these long, drawn-out answers, and their eyes would glaze over and whatnot, probably like you guys did just now. But um, mm-hmm. I I believe the surest evidence that God exists is that there's love in the universe and that might sound juvenile but because of of how powerful love is in every aspect of someone's life and how it can change things that are difficult to things that are bearable how it can how it like like they even say in interstellar there's no it's social utility but then the and halfway's character says but we love people who have died there's no yeah. social utility there okay yeah. Im- okay Imran, one second Imran, i know you're gonna jump in one second have you been in love before yeah. Say it again. No, I'm asking. No, I'm asking um, El Chapo. Have you been in love before? Many times. Yeah. It's the most. No. Okay. Time. Okay. One, one second though. Have you been in love? Okay. When I have There's you been? Various uh, forms no, of no love. Yeah, but love. Have you been romantic in love, love with someone? Love. No, no. Ha- no. Have you been in love with someone? Like, like infatuated with love. Infatuation is not love. See, there we go. See, we break it down to different things. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I had to ask you. Go on. Anyway, go on. Sorry, yeah. Infatuation is not love. Love is love is, is selflessness. It's uh, wanting to be, it's sharing in the, the victories and wanting the best for the other person and helping them towards those goals. Um, sometimes making yourself, putting yourself as less of a priority to help them reach their best and knowing that they they do the same for you. Um, if what one second, Iman, do you agree with that? Be yeah. honest. Be honest. Do you agree with that? In what aspect? In what love is? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, you can you can love someone 
Um, but that whole aspect of love is you want what's best for that person. You okay. want that person. You. It's like if you if you love someone, you want them to succeed, and by them succeeding, you succeed because you're doing yeah. everything together. You you're working together. It's you're just like you, my victories. Yeah. It's like the act, the selfless love you have for your child. Yeah, what? but that's different. Yeah, go on, yeah, go on, yeah, go on. Yeah. You love that child. You will do anything for that child because you want that child to succeed in their journey. But what benefit? Because when I'm long gone, what benefit is it for me? You know, in, in what my children are doing. But you still do yeah. whatever you can. It's like it's like the love you have for your mother. You know, it's an you something you can't quantify, but it's it's there. You'll do whatever you can, and yeah. So that's what I believe in in, in love. Yeah, that's the kind of love I think is when you hear about these things. You're like, oh, I can't breathe without you, and I can't. That's not that's not love. Yeah, that's just all that romantic garbage that they taught yeah, the West yeah. over years. But that's not yeah. it. In the East, they teach that true intimacy. That's, yeah, you know what, that's what I should have said, yeah, that's the part I should have said, because I've realised a lot of people when I see on the newspaper, oh, I killed her because I loved her, no, 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 you killed her because you couldn't see her being with somebody else, yeah, Yeah. that's, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous, and I I know what I realised. You you can, and one of the things that I've learned through time from my religion, I'm, I'm Muslim, is that, obviously, the thing about pride, pride's such a bad thing, and you know, you get angry with people and, you know, in the heat of the moment, you might wish ill on them, but you can't. You can't. You can only wish for their journey to be, you know, whatever God yeah. intended it to be. And so the, all of us have done something bad to us. And my view is, you know what? That's cool. You do what you're doing. God has a plan for everybody. And in if he decides to do something about it that's his call I'm good with it and that's helped me get through a lot of things in my life where I just kind of you know what I'm not stressing about it I'm not stressing about it because I'm leaving it to him to deal with and and this is what I've said this to people because they say oh don't you think that you should do X, Y, and Z. And I said, well, sometimes if you believe that God exists and you want to carry out all these judgments for him, that's exactly, exactly. And it's like, again, going back to my religion, there's so many stories where it says, you know, God only throws the tribulations and trials at you that he thinks you can handle. And then those things that you handle make you stronger. And almost that thing, that whole phrase about, you know, when God closes the door on you, you may not know why, it's happened he does and then you'll realise later on down the line when all these other doors open for you that ah that's why so it's all about you know what don't stress over those big picture things leave it to him but then that can only really be done by people who are in of a religion who have that faith I think people who don't have that kind of faith find it hard to accept that you're willing to just let your life almost be guided by this omnipresent force but um yeah yeah i've heard these same people when something goes bad say see there is no god because if there was he wouldn't let this happen to me and i was like well which is it is he a genie or is he exactly you know what is what is he like it cracks me up it's like you 
can't have it on your terms. Exactly. And again, because it's, it's, it's the month of Ramadan as well, so we're all fasting and we're constantly told, well, thank you very right. much. Um, but we're, we're told, um, you know, this is the time where God knows that we are going to make mistakes. We're going to do things wrong. But he's constantly there to say, as long as you understand you've done something wrong and you're trying to do something to fix it, that's good enough for me. It's always a case of, there's a phrase that said that, you know, God says, if you take one step towards me, I'll take a hundred towards you. So it's, it's those things that, you know what, have that faith and then you'll be surprised at what you can achieve. So, yeah. I hear you. I like it. Yeah. Veronica tells me that all the time. But I just like, nah, yeah, I, I, I understand. Yeah, and the relationship with God is an extremely personal. Exactly. Thing. And no one can, no one can make you feel. Exactly. For that's the thing. And this is, yeah, you have to find that. And this is another thing. It's like one of the phrases we have in our faith is, God says there's no compunction, compunction. I can't say the word. Yeah, in no, religion, I I you, you, there's no, you can't be forced into religion. Yeah, compulsion no, Com- yeah compel- there's no compulsion in religion so I'm not going to force you but when you're ready I'll be here so it's it's one of those things and it's, it's, it's interesting because I think as I've got older I've started leaning more and more into my faith and trying to understand it but in under- trying to understand how they all interconnect with each other all religions. What do you mean all? What do you mean all, 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 all religions? religions? Because God allows them. Because He could have just said, "You do this and this." Exactly. Moment. And this is the thing. It's like if you look at it, every religion is basically a framework and a guideline to live your life in the best way possible without doing or harm yeah. to other people. That's all it is. It's just. Yeah, and you know the funny yeah. thing about it. That's what I have. Funny thing. That's what I have understood. Yeah. That's why I'm trying to. It sounds really bad. I don't have a relationship with God like I would I would like to, I believe, but I think me doing all this research and trying to do it's it's not clouded what I've learned, but when I hear someone say to me something like 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 they know something and I will say something to them really easy and and they and I've been so I know you're not gonna have the answer to this, but you act yeah. like you know. I, I'll, so I'm gonna I'll throw just say something I've read you. this in the Bible or this is what I've learned, this is how I feel yeah. about it. I don't ever like because I didn't write any of those words down and anything I know I was taught so it's like you can't really say one way or another like I've gotten into arguments with um, what was it seven day Adventist yep, family yep. trying to tell me that Jesus Jesus didn't drink wine Yeah, I'm like there's still Jews to this day they drink wine yeah. they're, they're real big on tradition so he was the only Jew that didn't drink wine yeah. that would make no sense whatsoever exactly so it's just like like, come on he's like no he drank fermented grape juice Un- no unfermented grape juice I was like this guy's an idiot but I was like what he was taught that he believes that he preaches that and maybe maybe because the people that go to his church and adhere to those beliefs maybe that prevented some of them from becoming alcoholics so maybe there was some good that came out of yeah. that but to say that for a certainty he knows I'm saying the opposite, obviously, but I'm going off of the thing that the people that practice this religion still exist, yeah. and they drink wine, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's reasonable to conclude that Jesus would have too. Yeah. So, 
yeah. So I don't. Know. It's crazy. You all the, the main religions of the world always are each other at each other's throats, but they seem to forget how similar they are. I mean, think, look at it. The Holy Land is a holy land for Jews, for Christians, and Muslims. It's yeah. such a similarity. In me, and again, talking from my faith, people who don't know about religions will kind of think that you know. Ah, oh, Muslims don't believe in Jesus and blah blah blah. Jesus is mentioned more times in the Quran than our own prophet. He is, he is, this, he is, and this is, he is in it. I found it out. I found it out um, yeah. a couple of months ago. I couldn't. Yeah. I didn't know. There was one guy at work, and they were calling him a name, and I was like, "What name is that?" Like, yeah. oh, his name is Jesus. my my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law, like, what um, got, uh, American guy, was Christian. Married my sister, he converted, and he took the name Isa, which is Jesus. Yeah, Isa is Jesus. That's it. Yeah, because they kept calling him Isa. I was like, "What's Isa? Like Jesus? Like Jesus?" I was like, "Hang on, is Jesus in the Quran?" They were like, "Yeah." I was like, "Hold on." I was yeah. baffled. I was like, "This makes no." I said, "So, so I asked. Him, I said, so is Muhammad in in the in the in the, in the Bible?'" Yeah. No, no, no way, no way. He could never be. And I was like, "Hang on." This you makes think about no in, sense. in the Quran, I'm it talks about Jesus. Abraham, Moses. Jesus, Adam, Adam, all of them, yeah, and Adam, Mary, Mary is so revered in the Quran as well. Yeah, and is. and this is the thing yeah, that people yeah. misunderstand. And it's like you have to understand all the Abrahamic faiths are so similar. There's only few differences between them, but they're all the same. And again, this is this is again through media through people not understanding it's like there was a there was a, a guy he did this in holland he was reading out verses and he was saying to people oh this has been taken from the quran and they were like he was saying to him what did, what did you think about this and they were like oh that's really kind of harsh and barbaric and about killing and this and that and he turned around and said what if i told you those lines came out of the old testament and people were like no and he was like, yeah. And he said, it's all about context. So you hear all this negativity portrayed about people pulling out, especially like Tommy Robinson and people like that, pulling out these verses from the Quran saying, look at what it says. But then when you read, yeah, but then when you read the whole paragraph around it, it means something completely different. It's like you talk about, you talk, they talk about all the um, like ISIS and everyone quoting all these verses saying, oh, we need to kill infidels and terrorism and this and that and it's, it's clearly written in the Quran that if you hurt one innocent person it's deemed by God as you hurting the whole of mankind and so yeah. and and the act of war you've got to use some common sense and that's the thing and this is the thing when people talk about religions they need to use common sense they need to do their research which goes back to that whole point I was saying that when people ask me questions I will clearly say to them don't ask me to give you a definitive. Go, go do your research. Yeah, do your research. Come to that conclusion because then you be informed. I've said this to guys. I've, I work on the railway, and I've said because um, I'll have those conversations. Like I'll sit down and, and talk to the Muslim yeah. guys. I I used to live in Saudi Arabia when I was right. Kid, okay. And uh, and I grew up around a lot of faiths, and I said to them, they're like, oh, don't, aren't you worried about this all this terror? And I said, no. I said because all of us here have grown up around people that were Muslim, yeah. other faiths. I was like, the vast majority of Muslims 
are you afraid that they're gonna come and do something to you like your neighbor yeah and they'd be like well no not him but you know, yeah you know what they're like i said no they are like your neighbor i said the vast majority of muslims would never do anything to you most most muslims small minority yeah they're just worried like you about i've got to go to work i've got to pay my bills my kids are causing me grief yeah. <laughs> that yeah. type of thing and it, it's like it's like it, and i said so then i saw the the perfect meme it said to to look at all muslims like isis is, is to say that all like like all christians of the Ku Klux clan and i went yeah, yeah there you go thank you you know what i love that thanks for that i i, I love that that, that was beautiful yeah. so I they're a religious that, that extremist group the Ku Klux clan <laughs> they have a very myopic view of how religion should be interpreted they they're happy to kill people that don't agree with their views yeah. uh it, and that's all it is yeah it's it's crazy look at the crusade just look at the crusade it, it, that, that, that that just says it all look at the crusade look yeah. what England did it's just it's crazy that's all you have to see it's religious war has been there for ages it's going to be there before we um, after we're gone it's going to be there while our children gentlemen, just, gentlemen please forgive me I have to call somebody real quick no problem no problem go on, go on. it's a pleasure meeting you yes well, Imran especially yeah. I know you already got mad love for everybody here take, take care. care see you soon thank you very much thank you very much bye but yeah, yeah, I was going to yeah, say, yeah. Like, have so, you seen um, the that, movie Kingdom of Heaven? Of course, I've so seen. So what I found ones. really interesting was how they flipped the the notion of religious extremism. When when the people are marching to the crusades, you got the priest standing on the on this um, little hill saying, you know, God wills that you kill the infidel. God wills it, and it's like you could take that same line, bring it into the modern century have a Muslim person saying it and you can then see the hypocrisy of it yeah definitely and that, and that's the problem that I have that's the problem that I'm um, one of my friends has at work he's a he's a yeah. mixed race Muslim guy and he's he's very yeah. into his faith very into his faith he's he, I learned a lot of stuff he's one that told me that Abraham yeah. and um, G, um, yeah. Jesus were in the Quran and he said that he was sitting down with a couple of Muslim fr- um, a Muslim friends around the yeah. table. These are at work. These are yeah. Bengali Muslims. And he was talking to yeah. them about Allah. One of them then said in his in yeah. in their native tongue. He, he knows a little bit of the language, and he said, "Who does he think he is telling us about Allah when we were born Muslims?" And he said, "Turn." I said, "That doesn't, doesn't make any sense. It doesn't." So I'm a Muslim man I'm telling you about Allah. About I know about the Quran and then you still go around and tell me who am I to tell you about Allah when we were born yeah, it, doesn't it doesn't matter, matter. do you know what I mean it doesn't matter exactly. who you are as a person I've got the same faith as you and embrace me and I find it very rude you wouldn't believe it some people don't even say salam to him at all and, and this is the worst him. thing because again if they read the Quran and understood their religion they'd realise how frowned upon that would be by God because at the end of the day I've had this conversation with some of my close friends to say if we were not born Muslim would we convert that's you know what that's so good and it's a case of and and we all think there and we're saying I don't know so we kind of say those people who are born as Muslims take so much for granted they don't know their religion they don't study their religion and the fact that you've got someone who's decided to make that decision 
and change to that religion you should be doing everything you can to help that person on their journey and he may know so much more than you because like you said he's gone and studied whereas you haven't you've just grown up with it around you yeah he lived in egypt he lived in egypt and, and this is egyptian. the thing this is why when people say that i get annoyed with it as well because i'm like okay tell me what you know and then this for this goes to another thing about uh, a lot of uh, let me say muslims from the subcontinent so that's pakistan india <laughs> bangladesh i know you mean yeah how yeah. when it comes to race they're very narrow minded and it's like i saw a very a really good quote on um instagram so one of the first people to convert to islam was uh, a slave called bilal yeah a black and they guy, say black you guy. talk yeah, about yeah. bilal in such revered tones yet if your daughter came back with someone of that skin color you would not tolerate it and they're like yeah isn't isn't bilal the one that could talk to um Who's the one that could speak the words? What's the one that could speak? He could say the words. Um, oh, I can't remember what he could say. He was the first one to say the words. Some, so some no, no, that was Bilal. That was the first one to do the Shahada, to convert. Yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. Yeah, yeah. he was the first one to do that. Yeah. And I didn't know that. I didn't and know and this that. is the thing, and this is why, again, the whole thing about Islam is it doesn't matter what race, what colour, whether you're rich or poor, be all the same which is why when people go to pilgrimage in mecca they're dressed identical so you cannot tell who's rich who's poor who's powerful who's not you're all the same doing that same act of worship but this is what really and, and this is the thing that like with my family a lot of people look at my family and kind of look down upon us because we're such a mixed family so my sister is married to a black guy the guy i told you about from america my other sister is married to a white guy uh, my cousin is married to a, a, a black woman so we are a very mixed family but if you think about is that england in it is that england no in that's, is that just that's, your that's, upbringing that's, that's just our, your no, that's our upbringing so my mom my mom's generation have always been of that mindset that they my mom kind of says look pairs are made in heaven you don't know who it is but it's already preordained who you will be with so her view was if you turn up with someone as long as you're happy with them i'm happy with them and even even it's even quoted from the prophet muhammad peace and blessings be upon him himself saying if someone of another religion pleases you then you should marry them so he's wow. even he's not saying you have to marry within the faith he said if another person of another religion pleases you you should marry them because that's what god has designed for you so that's why when like we've been at functions where my sisters are sitting there and you've got all the like uh, the, the pakistani aunties are sitting there gossiping saying to my mum oh look at your daughters they're so this is so that and then when my brother-in-law walks in and you can't miss him he's like six foot five black guy with dreads he'll walk in and they'll be like yeah. you can hear them muttering going who's the black guy what's he doing here and then my mum will turn and say oh that's my son-in-law and the look on their faces is like <laughs> what uh, yeah and my, and, and my mum turned around and said brilliant. i couldn't ask for a better son-in-law 
than that man there. It doesn't matter what colour he is, the respect he gives me and my daughter, that's all that matters. And so this is this is why, like obviously, me being Pakistani and Avina not being Pakistani. So when I came, when I went to tell my mum about it, she was like, as long as you're happy, son, that's all that matters. So and it, it's that's how I that's why I get angry when I see like other fellow Muslims behaving that way to people who are not of the same colour. It's just, oh, it's really frustrating. It frustrates the hell out of me. But hey, I could go on another story for hours talking about that type of thing. You know what, though? You know what, though? I'm going to, if I know, because I'm going to, what we're going to yep. do is we're going to end it here. We're going to save, I'm going I'm to okay. have you on the next no, one. That's cool. Do you mind if Whenever. I have you on the next one? It will be yep. in the next couple of days. I'm going to get you and our trouble. We need to, because the funny thing about it, I was scared I'm not scared to talk about religion with people, but I am kind of scared sometimes because you don't want to dip into the wrong, the wrong subject uh, with someone and try to uh, cause them offence. The, the key I mean? is when you're talking about religion, you're not looking to offend someone. You're talking about what yeah. you know of your religion, and then let them talk about their religion. As long as someone doesn't turn around and say, "Well, your religion's wrong because of this, and my religion's yeah. right because of this," then you're okay. And as long as you have that understanding and respect for each other then you're fine yeah I've got I've got the guy that I was talking about the mixed race guy that has that in Muslim I will cool. bring him on yeah. too with you and our chapel and we can just we yeah. can go through this and we can just dissect it talk about it make yeah. people understand and that would be it so Imran I, I'll I, I no worries much appreciate it believe me this is yes. the first of many don't <laughs> think you're going anywhere <laughs> no worries anytime mate, yeah. my friend Okay, people, this has been the Teddy Hopeful podcast. Um, I hope you love this one. This one will be coming out on Tuesday. So, Imran, I will definitely give you the link for this one. You'll probably get it first because yep. you've already so you've already subscribed to the channel already. But people, like. Subscribe.